Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Fall is in the air. I'm I love it. Name. Me too. Sorry, you, but you like summer. You like summer. How can you like summer and fall? You know, here's how I can do it. I do like prefer summer. I pre- and I've told you the reason because as the no. winter months come upon me I realize that I am getting older and I hate it because it's like I'm on the royal road to my fucking birthday which is in February and around you know when it starts to get a little bit cold I'm like oh fuck that was it your youth is over fuck bitch and then I have my little birthday and whatever and then I love the spring because it's like I feel like I just got out of school. I'm like, okay, like I did it. It's done. My birthday is done. I'm I'm on the young half of my age for the year. And I just like enjoy that feeling, which lasts until August. And then I can like delude myself into thinking that, sorry. Then I can like delude myself until, um, you know, maybe mid-October that it's not happening. And by November, I'm fully fucked. And January, forget about it. January is bad for me, you know. But, but on on the flip side, Halloween is among my favorite holidays. I'm a very, you know, freaky, spooky person. I love horror. I love cheap horror, especially. I much prefer like low class populist horror to like artisanal horror (laughs) like I think it's that's the I think that's like where it really shines when it's like for the masses oh yeah that's what Halloween is so I love it uh did I tell you John and I went to the haunted hayride this year oh no but I love the haunted hayride I've never been before it was fun it was very it's very low budget but like because they transform Griffith Park into the haunted hayride and it is Mm -hmm. I mean you could tell it's not you know, it doesn't cost a lot of money and the, you know, the performers are, eh, they're not putting their all into their performances. Oh, really? Maybe, maybe just this year because of the, you know, like the labor issue. Yeah, ma- yeah, maybe. Um, but like compared to when we went to like Not Scary Farm a couple years ago, I feel like this is a little a step down, but it was still really fun. 
yeah, I'm really going to have to pack all that shit in because I'm like, um, I'm going to be working the weekend of Halloween. Oh, spooky. Which is very spooky. So I'm going to have to like get all that shit in the next weekend. It's going to be a busy weekend for me. Yeah. God, Halloween is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I guess I just like fall because I, I realize I have just no energy when it's hot out all day and I like can't really exercise as much. I just don't. And so I end up sort of getting depressed. And then as soon as the air gets cool again, I feel re-energized. It does feel nicer. It does feel nicer than the oppressive heat, especially how hot it was just, I mean, really just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It was so uh, hot. And this weekend it's going to, I mean, just barely get up to the nineties again, but then I'll go back down. I always feel like October in like, you know how like Mark Twain or whatever was like, oh, the coldest winter was is summer in San Francisco. Oh yeah. He always says shitty things about San Francisco. Well, <laughs> um, good for him. But um, I, I do feel like I get like San Francisco is fucking freezing and it's because like you, it just feels colder, even if it's not because you like don't expect it. So it's just like so cold up yeah and it's always but, foggy and windy and stuff so it feels colder than maybe it yeah but I, I kind of feel like the same like psychological like problem is happening in like October in LA when like it may not be as hot as it is in like July but it's really hot and it feels so much more oppressively hot when everyone is like wear a sweater have a cozy drink and you're like it's fucking 90 degrees outside are you crazy yeah and also it cuz cuz it's been hot for now a few months and it, the the novelty of summer has worn off and you just want it to end like even if, yeah like you said if it's the same temperature in October than it is in July July is exciting cuz you're like it's summer and then October is like god end it now just we just don't have the summer it's just like we need to like have like a social like revolution about how we perceive the seasons because it's actually stupid like it doesn't but also i'm sorry but like all of this is like marketing fucking bullshit because once it's like september 5th they're like we can start pushing the psls we can start fucking selling our halloween shit because the sooner you're buying the halloween shit the sooner you're gonna buy the fucking christmas shit and like that's all they care about they're like oh we're gonna start getting making more money now i feel like the whole like fall y'all fall girl christian fall girl aesthetic is a psyop i mean not to get too into it and it's not i don't really think that but it's like fall everybody knows that fall has been starting earlier and earlier like over the course of our lives like marketing wise yeah. yeah, but it seeps into your actual brain. Like when we were children, fall, like back to school was like fall time. But like nobody was acting like pumpkins and sweaters and la la la. When oh, no. We- yeah, this is only the past several years. I mean, this is new. Yeah, this is a generational thing that. And I- our generation was a huge part of it. Because oh, yeah. We're so depressed. We have to go shopping all the time. Yeah. We're mentally ill and like our like our women needed the fucking coffees like we had <laughs> and i i mean i'm not a huge coffee like latte person or whatever but i did this week spend eight dollars on a fucking pumpkin spice latte and eight dollars why was it eight dollars i don't know it's the place by my house is eight dollars it's um because i 
I added oat milk and that's like an extra dollar. I don't know. It's black, black elephant, which is a good coffee, but the pumpkin spice latte was great. Cause it's not as sickly sweet as the um, Starbucks one. It doesn't have syrup in it. It's like a spice blend. So it's really good, but uh, $8 is steep. That's a lot of money for a coffee. Yeah. Um, well, I got, I did get one from Starbucks um, on like one cold day when I was feeling like particularly depressive and um, it momentarily lifted my mood. I mean, it always will. Um, I don't know. Starbucks, they really figured it out. And the thing they figured out was just like selling drugs that taste like sugar. It's really smart yeah. business move. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um what else oh i told you a little bit off off the mic but i went to the desert last weekend to watch tennis um which was really the last last gasp of summer because it was it was 90 degrees and it was so hot and there was no shade i mean um, it's like you're in the desert it's literally the desert yeah but i yeah. took my weird safari hat and wore sunglasses and tons of sunscreen so i i mean you were among your people like yeah i was definitely i was definitely among my people my, yeah. I, I could look my future into into the eye or, yeah. and it was uh it was a little scary but it's okay it's okay hey I yeah I mean I have to come to terms with the fact that I'm getting old I I have a big birthday coming up even before yeah. your birthday I know you do <laughs> I don't want to talk about it I know, it's okay. Brian has the same one coming up oh right oh and his is even a little bit before mine about a month yeah Ooh-wee. Um, what else? Oh, well, as people on the podcast might know, I, uh, took a little piece of advice from you and did a week of your favorite meal delivery service, Hungry Root. Oh God, here we go. (laughs) You hated it. No, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I was actually, okay. So I'll just be upfront at the last minute yesterday before my new shipment was going to come, I decided to cancel. Oh, okay. So, so you didn't get it or you did? No, I did. I got it. I got the week. So the the code that you gave me was for 40% off the first week of groceries. Yeah. So I did that. I got the groceries. I got the little meals, blah, blah, blah. But then, and I was debating. I went on a bit of a roller coaster of like, oh, this is terrible. This is wonderful. I can't decide if I like it or hate it. And then I was, I actually like picked my next week of groceries and sort of curated it and was all ready to get it. And then at the last minute yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to cancel it. But so the thing, and so this is like sort of a combination of plain grocery delivery and a sort of meal prep delivery, like a blue apron or something. It's somewhere in the middle. And all I thought I thought all like the quality of food was good. The quality of recipes was like really basic to the point I think if you're if you're working out of the house and you're you you have no free time to cook but you want like a healthy well prepared meal I think it honestly is perfect because most of these recipes take like ten minutes or less to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, for me without that 40% off, it just seemed like not worth the money. Cause I would have been spending a hundred dollars for the equivalent of like, well, like three, three dinners and three lunches. So like half of a week's groceries. So what did you, 
what did you get? Okay. So I really didn't make, I didn't make any changes. I just sort of put in my preferences or whatever and let them decide. And so the four, so I did like the serves one because I didn't want to subject John to this insanity. But the serves one still makes two recipes. It still makes two. Well, it makes two servings, but I have to say for it's for two strong growing boys, it's like pretty small servings. It's like between one and two servings, I feel like. For me, it's most it's usually like three servings. Three, yeah. Um, so the four recipes that I got were the dressed up chicken tacos, uh, the beyond flavorful burger, the artichoke Brussels and salmon flatbread. And then one that I actually will make today because I still haven't made it, the coconut curry tofu and broccoli wrap. Okay. And they're all good. I mean, and uh, part of this is my fault is I ended up getting basically four different like wraps or sandwiches, not thinking, oh, they're getting, they're good. So I got like a whole thing of hamburger buns, a whole like two different types of tortillas, a whole thing of flatbread. So I got so many different carbs that I'm like yeah yeah, that's a problem um and then the proteins you know one was so the beyond burger the beyond burger is just a literal beyond burger with a a little spice packet that you put in Mm -hmm. um and it was fine yeah Um, and the spice packet is from that company yeah it's spice walla the uh, garlic and herb seasoning blend it was good uh the chicken tacos were very sad because it's a pre-cooked chicken breast oh really I'm getting that next week I ordered it it's was it the butchers by Rolly Rolly chili lemon chicken? No, it was just called Hungry Root seasoned grilled chicken breast. Oh, and see. so it was like pre-cooked chicken that you just sear in the pan for like a minute on each side to heat it up. Mm. And then it comes with a cucumber corn black bean salad, which was okay. I like that salad. And then I like, it, like the salads they have. It was it's fine. I mean, it's like something that you could get at Trader Joe's or whatever. Um, and then a packet of avocado crema, which I hate that shit. It was pretty gross. Um, and then the salmon, again, the salmon was pre-cooked, but it was like a smoked roasted salmon. So it tasted really good. And um, then you get like shaved Brussels sprouts that you just cook. And oh, the spinach artichoke. It's like a vegan spinach artichoke cashew dip, which is yeah, very I like good. Yeah. I had extra. So I put that, I made like, eggs on toast this morning for breakfast and I put some of that on there mm-hmm. and then some flatbread and then the coconut curry wrap they ran out of tofu so I didn't get any tofu but they gave me like a like a packet of chickpea curry um, I have one of those that I haven't used yet I like their toe I like their like seasoned tofu and I like all their like sauces and dips and stuff I think those yeah. are all good. I um, yeah the sauces and dips are all we're all pretty good. They fucked my order up last week and I'm like so pissed about it because everything I got was like shit that I like would not want. And I like haven't made a single thing from it oh. yet. So I'm like not 100% sure if I'm going to like, I'm also not 100% sure if I'm going to keep it just because like, like all of this shit, I get like really into it for like a couple weeks and then I'm like, uh, I don't really want to make it because it like, even though it's like different recipes and stuff, like it does end up all kind of like starting the same to taste the same. Yeah. And especially last week, like I tried to like really like curate what I was going to get. And then like, they didn't give me what I gave me was just like totally unexpected. Mm. 
Like I got one of those like Beyond Burger, like I hate Beyond Burgers. And like, I got that thing that you have where it's like, you make a spice Beyond Burger. And like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to eat that. Um, They gave me like spinach, artichoke, balsamic bean and cauliflower brown rice bowl, which like sounds good. But I honestly feel like I sort of OD'd on the spinach artichoke dip last time. Like I like it, but it's very rich. So like another week of having it just sounds kind of nauseating a little bit. Yeah. And then I have this like peanutty five spice tofu and veggie wrap that looks good. I just like haven't like done it. But what I do like about Hungry Root is like, cause I like wanted to try to eat more vegan. And so I like selected like vegan options and like, it really turned me on to like all of these um, vegan like products that I really like that I like wouldn't have tried cause I wouldn't have known if it was going to be good or whatever. So like, there are things like these organic, um, it's called Olira organic chicken. Oh my Jesus Christ. Organic chocolate breakfast sandwich biscuits, which are like, mm. I guess supposed to be for breakfast, but like I usually have them for dessert. I have like a forager probiotic cashew milk yogurt. I have all of these like really good, uh, nice, like like the Bobo's oatmeal bars. Um, I started getting these like little mini muffins that are vegan that I really like for breakfast and like um, just like things that you can get at the store that like I didn't really know existed. So I, I've i like liked using these things. And then like this week I tried something new, which is like, I'm not going to do any recipes and I also took it off vegan just to try something mm. different so instead of the vegan um so instead I, I'm not getting any recipes and I'm also not getting like tofu or whatever and what I have coming to me on Monday are the sous vide gruyere and prosciutto egg bites which I'm interested to try I love those things from Starbucks I do too they're so good and I wonder, I'm like slightly afraid because I'm like a little squeamish about eggs. So I'm worried that like the idea of like getting like a cold pre-made egg is like slightly nauseating to me, but I'll <laughs> try it. I'm getting a four pack of Siggy's low fat vanilla yogurt, which like I eat yogurt all the fucking time and I love it. I'm getting a little bag of pumpkin spice pancake and waffle mix. Yum. Just ready for fall. I'm getting another bag of Curly Elizabeth granola. This one is pumpkin spice flavor. That's another thing that like I'm totally turned on to. I like oh, the purely Elizabeth granola. Yeah. And I got in my box this week, I got the seven sisters muesli and that stuff is really good too. Yeah. And I'm like, I love the purely Elizabeth. Anyway, then I'm getting like blueberries and apples. We'll see if those are any good. I'm getting chocolate, chocolate covered sea salt caramel and a who kitchen cashew butter dark chocolate bar. Oh yeah. The who kitchen. That's a, that's a goop approved brand. Yes. There are several, there are a few goop approved brands mm. on here. And then I just got a bunch of veggies, um, sweet potato, broccoli, seven veggie stir fry. And then to try it out, I'm getting the roly roly chili lemon chicken pre-made. And I'm also getting two bruschetta chicken patties by mighty spark food that look interesting. So you can get the proteins and the veggies without doing the recipes. Yes. Oh, the other thing that sort of bugged me was everything is like hungry root bucks. And it's like, everything has points and I couldn't just like it was like a little I was like why are these points can't you just tell me how much it costs it was a little too cutesy it is a little cutesy to me too but then sometimes I'm like oh that's a good deal it's only one point but I don't know how like the only thing I think one point is about two dollars is what I that's the 
um that's the math you did the, what do you call it when you change money the exchange rate yeah wait i'm getting one other thing another mix organic chocolate chippy pumpkin bread mix so see i am ready for fall brian yeah. i have two fall bread mixes in here that's uh yeah those sound good i the one thing that i got that was really good and i will sort of miss not getting it is they do these um vegan cookie butter or cookie batter things oh and i, I it was good and i didn't even cook because it's vegan there's no eggs in it so i was just like eating the cookie batter like yeah. ice cream and it was they're really good there i don't like the like chunks of chickpea skin you get in it oh i didn't notice any of that i think i just eat i had like too i've just like eaten too much of it it's good yeah. like one time i think but I'm then sure you get, it's, it's very rich it's rich a lot of their vegan stuff is like super intense which is good because like you fills like, it up like that spinach artichoke thing like i would never have guessed that was vegan and it really does taste like something with like a lot of like butter and cream in it it's really intense yeah and it's very fat i mean it's just like cashew butter basically it but it's it's tasty it's uh, really good yeah. and it lasts i mean that's the thing the the proportions of everything was a little weird because it was like the veggies and the protein you get is like half sir like a half the size of what you would get at a grocery store which is yeah. sort of annoying and then but then all the sauces and condiments are like or even like the breads like it's like a full pack of tortillas a full pack of hamburger buns like a giant yeah. thing of sauce and so that was a little odd it was it's kind of annoying but i like i like the smaller portions of protein and vegetables because like i can't eat that much like brian and i don't eat the same food and like yeah. i need less food and it's like everything comes in like too big of a package for me and like stuff always goes bad. Oh uh, yeah, I guess um, I like the normal size because it's like I can eat it for dinner. Like John and I can eat it for dinner, and then I can have leftovers for lunch the next day, and don't have to worry about lunch. But, but that I still will have like all of these are two or three meals for me. Yeah, well, you're a petite it's, lady. I mean, I'm not. I just can't. I just I think it's just like I eat like McDonald's all the time, and I'm like not eating it. Because <laughs> like, um, yeah, like the salmon one was one that John wouldn't eat, and so I definitely ate basically the entire. I mean, I ate the entire salmon, which was supposed to be two servings. I basically ate two full servings of dinner, which is still only 800 cal. That's the other thing. It's like they give you the calorie counts for the recipes. Yeah. Like, I don't believe the calories. They I, they seem too low. I don't believe I it. Too low. Because I, I, cause like I ate the artichoke, Brussels, and salmon flatbread. I ate the whole thing, which is two whole servings, which still, according to them, is only 800 calories, which is like for me 800 calories is a pretty average size dinner it's not it's not i'm not dieting but it's not like disgusting either but i felt really full after that so i, I think it has to be more than 800 calories yeah i don't believe it i think that bruschetta what or not the, i think that artichoke we keep talking about that artichoke sauce but like i think that's like really packed with calories like yeah, that's yeah. a calorie dense thing um Maybe I think when you make it, you have to like really like pull out the measuring spoon. Yeah, it says like two, like a tablespoon of artichoke dip on your thing. I think like you met like and like shave the top off yeah. and like really get it. Yeah. Um, but so I did cancel it, but then it you know they were nice enough to say I can. I thought they were going to be like, um, oh please don't cancel, get forty percent off for another week. But they <laughs> they called my bluff. They were like, why? But they said I could re-sign up at any time. Yeah, I think I'm just going to start skipping. I mean, I just haven't skipped one in a while. And, like, the stuff starts to really pile up. And then, yeah. like, and it's, like, more than I need. So I'm definitely skipping after Monday. I'm going to be skipping for a while. And then, like, I'm going to, like, make my way through some of the shit that I have. And then I'll reevaluate. 
but it was sort of nice not having to grocery shop this week um even though i'll do it again this weekend yeah i mean i haven't i haven't been to a grocery store for myself really like since i started doing this see if they would if they would do like instead of like a little four pack of individual yogurt if they would sell me just like a big thing of yogurt that would even if it was the same price or something that would like psychologically make me feel a lot better about all this stuff but it's the same it's like isn't it because it's is it less yogurt i think it's less yogurt and it's just like more packaging i'm like i'm at home why do i need i don't need like individual size thing like the i got like two things of hummus and it was like individual hummus and crackers and it just it just seems like wasteful if I'm at home, like I'm not, if I was on the go all the time, it might be helpful, but I was like, I don't, I could just, I don't need this. Yeah. I'm like, also like never home. I'm yeah. like always out doing something. I'm like work literally work. always home. So like I, I do find it useful to have like convenient. convenient no, I get it. Um, well but- guys, if you want to try hungry root, um, Ask Aggie. Okay, we and don't have a coupon code or anything. No, well, like, we don't have an official coupon code, but Aggie, Aggie will send you the uh, her oh, yeah, coupon code. Me, send us a message on, send me a message on Instagram and I'll send you the coupon code. And then like, I got like- You get 50 bucks. Did you get your 50 bucks off from me yet? Yeah. It, nice. Nice, right? Yeah. And I think there was one of our listeners that asked for the code too. So did- Oh, um, oh yeah, I'll send it. Yeah. I'll send it. I will send it to you person and I will send it to whoever. Just send us a message on Instagram. And you can try it too. Yeah. But it is good. Like I think compared to a lot of these other ones, this is like, they're good, good brands, good quality food. And if, if you're like either in a hurry, you don't feel like cooking or you're like, definitely want to eat healthier. I think this is a really good option. Yeah. And it's also really definitely helped me a lot, even though I did just say that like, I, I, I'm trying some of the like non-vegan options, but like, this is the first time it's really helped me like, I've had like several, like just like full vegan days because I'm like using this stuff and like, it just comes in a box and I don't have to think about it. And if like, you're trying to cut back on meat or like trying to be more vegan, like I do think it's like extremely helpful. Cause like they send you like nice, cute things that are like fun and easy to make. And like, you don't have to think about it too much. And like, you just get it. It's like pre-seasoned, pre-whatever there's sauce that's pre-made. You just put it all together and like you're eating vegan all day. Like it's, that's what I want. So and yeah, all the vegan stuff is like very satisfying. I, I like all the beyond burgers and sausages and stuff. So I don't mind that, but I could see if you don't, there's still other vegan options. It's just beyond is just like such, it's like a brick of it. And it's like, you're really tasting that food. Like you're not tasting like seasoning. That's like coating a thing. It's like, you are tasting that taste. And yeah. Franken meat. <laughs> yeah. The Franken meat, and I just like, don't, I can't deal with it. Uh, God, I can't wait for Beyond and Impossible to really perfect the vegan chicken breast. <sighs> that will be the true, because now you could do, they have like ground chicken, they have chicken patties, but like an actual vegan chicken breast that you can cook like a real chicken breast will be a game changer. Definitely. Especially for the chickens. Aw. These poor chickens. Oh. I know. I, I, I try to eat as, I try to eat. I'm trying. I'm doing yeah. I'm like cutting back a lot. I've I've pretty much completely cut out red meat, except I still like pepperoni on my pizza. That's like my one, but I feel like that's so little. That's such a tiny amount of meat. Yeah, we tried triple bean pizza this week. Oh, it's okay. Which I was like curious about, but yeah, I was like, this isn't like a 
triple beam to me feels like a slightly elevated version of like blaze or um 800 degrees sabara well like you know those ones that are like customize your pizza and it'll go right in the oven those like fast casual ones that's what triple yeah it it feels like that but they just like figured out like oh maybe in echo park we need to have like a cuter sign than that and so like that's what they got but like it's the same vibe um all right shall we move on there's literally no goop news it's no goop was devastating this week boring it was so bad the only thing i could find even slightly related on um the internet was (laughs) apparently gwyneth responded to the allegations of mistreatment um from her staff in that like business insider article i mean i guess that's like huge actually but but it, I, the, uh, the only places that covered this part of the story, like the her response, were really sketchy tabloids. I don't even think they're real. Mm. But apparently, um, this is according to Closer, which is, I think it's like a tabloid for old people. Okay, sounds is, good. It's Gwyneth's demo now. Uh, a source says, Gwyneth's absolutely heartbroken by the claims, which have completely floored her. Many of these former employees were her friends as well as her colleagues. So these accusations have hurt deeply as they're not just a stain on the company she has worked so hard to build, but on her person on her personally too. So I don't know who that source was, but apparently she's hurt and devastated and floored. Well, I'm sorry to hear that she's so floored. She's she's completely floored. Her pelvic floor is on the floor. <laughs> Uh, other than that, there was something Gwyneth responded to an Instagram post by a bachelor person, which I just, I can't even, I can't even look at that stuff. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. Fair enough. Chris and Dakota are doing something, but I think we're just all, we're all just waiting on pins and needles for the fucking goop sex show on Netflix, which I think comes out this week. Yeah. They're not going to give us anything and they're going to make us like beg for goop. Content. I mean, Netflix really has had a couple of crazy weeks. Wait. Like the biggest, their biggest hit ever was Squid Game on top of the world. And then all the Dave Chappelle stuff. And it's just like, what a wild ride it would be to work in Netflix. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure none of them give a shit about any of it. No, probably not. Um, but I haven't watched any of Squid Game yet. Oh, I, I watched it. I just finished it yesterday. You, I think you would like it. Seems like, like yeah, I mean, you know, I like that stuff. I just yeah. haven't, um, you know, I just haven't gotten around to it. And like, I'm, I'm really busy. And like, I just haven't watched it. Although I did watch, I think I already talked about it. I already watched like literally all of the Mike Flanagan show. But oh, yeah, yeah. That like the cult that's been out for like a week and a half. So the cultural moment has completely passed on it. No, that's the thing with these Netflix shows. It's like they come out so quickly and you feel the need to, not that I even like I'm talking to that many people, but like you feel the need to like be part of the conversation so i need to like get through it quickly and so i did that with squid game but i can't bin- i can't binge more than like an episode of that at a time because it's so violent yeah exactly that's why like i don't like horror that's like insanely violent i just like i said i just watched three like very violent movies last weekend like yeah. every day of the weekend i watched a different like incredibly violent movie um which is fine I guess that stuff serves a purpose but I feel like the purpose has been served for me I'm like I just don't need it right now um like you know I guess I'll I'll check it out 
at some point but what yeah, it go- I don't know. it goes down pretty easy despite the violence um but it still took me you know a couple weeks to watch the whole thing i also i mean i'm sorry but like i i i just i feel like i've seen like the same exact premise like a bunch of times before oh yes you have you have uh yeah this is battle royale this is hunger games this is the same thing yeah like i just it's like hard for me to get like you know i think what interested me most was just the fact that it was so resonant with so many people and it was so such a huge cultural thing right like the subject matter itself is interesting and the you know the acting's good and it you know talks about whatever like late stage capitalism and stuff but the most interesting thing to me was just the idea of how big it was and like why why was this thing the thing that like the whole world is talking about all of a sudden yeah but it's like I mean I I agree but I also feel like I mean every two weeks there's another huge blockbuster show that everybody can't stop talking about and then everyone just like immediately forgets it ever existed so it's like it's hard the fact that a lot of people care about it and it resonates with people means nothing to me anymore. yeah and we don't know how much Netflix is pumping up the numbers because they say it's the biggest hit of all time on Netflix which would be a big deal but you you can't trust anything they say well they're yeah who the hell knows uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll just get to the old newsletters because there's not much else to talk about. Yeah, I guess not. All right. What could you choose a best? Was there a best? It was hard yeah, for me. I'll tell you that. I have a theme for my. I have a theme for my list. Mm. Spooky Halloween. Ooh, spagoopy. I have a. I have a. That's my theme. My best was going to be something else. And then I literally, just as we were talking, was like, oh, I better check the Instagram. And then I found these fun fall recipes. And so I know those are my fucking best. Okay. Yeah. There's some good, there's some good recipes on Insta this week. Yeah. The roasted squash with brown butter and hazelnut gremolata. That looks good. And then there's like some sort of pumpkin bread. And like, as you know, from my hunger root order, I am ready to bake a pumpkin bread because why not? Why wouldn't I? What the fuck else am I going to do? No, I mean, if you can't bake a pumpkin bread in October, what are you doing with your life? Nothing. And this for a goop recipe, it's like pretty simple. It only has two alternative flours in it, spelt and buckwheat, which are like, you could find that at your Whole Foods. Of course you could if you wanted to. And then also like, why, why is this listed directly? with why is the squash related to this miso chicken bowl with cucumbers and furikake i don't know are are you supposed to put the gremolata on the chicken bowl no there's two separate dishes it's just if you click on the squash you read it and then directly below it is this miso chicken bowl oh i think that's just the weird website we'll just if you keep scrolling a new article will pop up and it's not necessarily related I wonder if it's, um, yeah, I think you're right. I just wonder if this was like somehow part of a detox. Nope. I... Nope. It just happens to be together. Fine. Yeah. Good. That's uh, fine. Anyway, so the fall recipes are my best. I'm really, I also feel like Goop is having, is like struggling a little bit right now because like, in my eyes because like there's a new 
TikTok influencer who's like, she's just like better than Goop in every way and everybody's, and I just like, I can't get enough of her. Who is it? Emily Mariko. Okay. Um, she had an extremely viral salmon bowl last week. Oh, was it the person who put ice on the salmon? Yes. Okay. I heard about it, but I didn't look at it. So her recipe is, so she has tons of recipes and like a huge, like YouTube and like, she does workouts recipes like full lifestyle brand like she's not just like some deranged person putting ice on salmon (laughs) she had this one recipe where she it's a it's like a refrigerator it's like a clean out your fridge type of recipe like what you have on hand so she has old salmon she has like rice from the day before she puts it those salmon in a bowl she puts the rice on top she puts an ice cube on top and then covers it in parchment paper and microwaves it and I think the idea is that the ice on top stops the food from drying out when oh. you eat it. Is this raw salmon or is this pre-cooked it's salmon? Cooked. That's just it's put- all okay. like leftovers. So it's like she Got had it. salmon for dinner the night before and this is what she puts in the the next day. So it's cooked. She puts it in the microwave. She takes it out. And then she just like adds like soy sauce, sriracha, and like, I don't know, maybe something else. And she like mixes it all together and then adds an avocado and then Mm -hmm. she gets like seaweed and she like uses the seaweed as like a wrapper. So she like, she like holds it with her chopsticks and like scoops it up with that and like puts the whole thing in her mouth and like, that's the recipe. But that's not her only recipe. She just got engaged. Like she has every single fucking day she's making, she just made this chili and like everything she makes is like, very clean her tiktoks of her recipes are like very asmr Mm. um it's just a lot of sounds of like crunch and chop and like then like silence it's like very they're extremely pleasant see all that asmr stuff does the opposite to me of what it's supposed to do it gets me so tense hearing chews and chops no no you don't hear any chewing i don't do chews it's like okay. chopping, like pouring rice into a bowl, okay. like dry rice, stuff like that. Like it's very clean. It doesn't have any like disgusting, like bodily sounds. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. I mean, I guess next next time I have leftover salmon, I'll um, put an ice cube on it and see what happens. Well, you have to put on the rice. I think I think the salmon. I think the ice cube is for the rice. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yeah, because you. Well, I always whenever I microwave rice, leftover rice, I always just put a little bit of water in the bowl so it's probably just the same thing yeah um anyway so but her the other thing like people are making i think maybe a little bit too big of a big deal about that her recipes aren't like diet recipes they're it's like a bunch it's like white rice and um and like she just made chili with like cornbread like she's just like she's just making like regular food like she doesn't have these she doesn't use like alternative flowers or alternative whatever. It's just like normal stuff. So everybody's very excited about that. And oh, yeah. Really getting on board with it. Um, and I feel like someone like that coming along, but also, of course, she's like extremely thin. She also does like weight, like she doesn't do weight loss, but she does like workout stuff and like 
her day morning routine is just as like goopy as anyone else's but her food is just not like super yeah. complicated so I feel like her vibe and like the younger influencers are like finally coming and like really making the like 45 flower recipe for a simple like walnut bread or whatever look extremely dated and I think Goop is gonna have to adapt a little bit oh yeah I I think all that stuff I mean partly because of just sort of the economic state we're all in and then also sort of like the the gluten-free lie that goop has been peddling for the past 10 years it's like people younger people have seen the millennials try to do all this stuff and they realize how stupid it is and so i think yeah regular flour is coming back gwyneth is like the age of like their mom like that they're like gonna rebel against that like apple is gonna rebel against gwyneth by like not being gluten-free like that's just what they do yeah well it's like yeah when we i mean not that i rebelled against it but like i never was like oh i need to be on Nutrisystem or whatever my mom did in the 80s. Oh my god, I know the cabbage soup diet. Oh my god, our poor mothers. Slim and, fast. I mean, my mom didn't really do slim fast, but no. Although uh, I would like to do it. <laughs> I've literally never had a slim fast. They look really good. They look so fucking good. I'm Watching sure Linda and Monica on the um the Lewinsky show chug slim fast, it really does look tasty. Gotta get on that slim fast. So my best, again, this is like a very tepid best, unfortunately, but it's what I have, was, it was called, it's called My Evening Routine, A Rock Chick Gets Ready, Skincare, Makeup, and Second Day Hair. Yeah, this kind of was like embarrassing to me. (laughs) (laughs) It is sort of embarrassing. And yet it was sort of like a star is born, you know, plucked from obscurity. So they took this lady, she's not working at the corporate office at Goop. She's not a friend of Gwyneth. She's not a huge influencer. She is a regular girl who worked retail as a shop girl in the Nashville Goop pop-up last year. And she's also like a, I guess, like an indie singer-songwriter or whatever. But because she got all these free samples when she worked at the Goop pop-up, she has a really good, I feel like, very sort of comprehensive knowledge of all of the goop products and i feel like her recommendations are coming from a place of oh i tried all these and these are the ones i like the most rather than oh you know goop sent me these free samples and i just have to plug them so i i feel like i i will take her recommendations more seriously than most of these morning or evening routine women i get that um her name is what is her name? Isabella Englert. And her evening routine is like more of an afternoon routine because it's like before, it's like what she does before her shows. Um, and let's see. She said the first Goop product she bought was the Scalp Scrub Shampoo. Yeah, I really do want that though. That, yeah, it looks really good. Um, she does, she scrubs her face with the microderm. Um, Oh, and then she talks about face oils and she recommends one that I never even really heard of or thought much about called Living Libations. And 
she says it smells really good. It's moisturizing. And it only caught, it's like $32 on Goop. Wait, so I'm like, she has the one that I have, right? The Buckthorn one. Yes. Oh, is that the Buckthorn one you have? Yeah, I have that. Do you like it? Yeah, I really like it. It's okay. like also lasted for a really long time. Um, I might switch to that after my Vintner's daughter runs out because I don't think I can be habitually buying Vintner's daughter all the time. That Vintner's daughter's lasted for a long time, but not as long as this living libation one has lasted me. So. Cause I mean, you do like four or five drops. It's going to last a long time. Yeah. Um, and then she talks about her band. They like braid each other's hair or whatever before a show, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And then the last recommendation that I really, and I know I've smelled this at some point, but she talks about the goop goop scents that, you know, like they have candles and perfumes yeah. and she says the incense one, which is edition three, uh, almost smells like cigarettes which that's like my love language is to smell like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I literally need to get that. Yeah. What else does she get? Oh, the Jasmine sea spray. That seems good for hair. Yeah. And I like how she, she's sort of, she's not doing the most obvious ones. She's not talking about the ones that everyone talks about. And she also, I wouldn't say she's budget conscious, but it does seem like she's picking from, some of the more the more uh yeah. bargain basement stuff yeah, and yeah I might, definitely i might check out her music who knows yeah i literally haven't i haven't listened to music in like months the only music i listen to is like in like 10 second snippets on tiktok it's like the only media i, I, I <laughs> either that I, or like goop emails that's it yeah i because like the time i would normally listen to like new music is usually when i'm actually reading up on goop before we record the podcast i would typically have spotify on but uh now that i pay for the tennis channel i just literally have tennis on all day every day and i don't ever listen to music interesting i like i haven't i mean i like i'm not like super i don't know i i I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm just like not a person who like regularly listens to music. It's just like not, I don't listen to music that much. Yeah. I, I, like used, I used to be, and I, I like it when I do. I just don't. I, don't I have a podcast on exclusively. Yeah. That's all I have on. Yeah. The only time I listen to music in the car is usually if like John and I are driving and he doesn't want to listen to whatever podcast is on. So I'm like, I'll just put on music, but if I'm, good if I'm by myself, yeah. because then you don't want to like, it's having, you don't want to like listen to a podcast with another person. No, unless you're on like a road trip and you're like, Oh, I'm going to do all of, you know, you must remember this or whatever. Brian and I will listen to podcasts together if we're like in a long car ride, but I wouldn't do that with anybody else. It's only because like, then like we'll pause it and start screaming at each other about whatever they said. <laughs> but like, I, you have to have like a pretty like close relationship with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on to the worst of the week. Okay. So staying on brand for myself for my list with the spooky halloween list mm. um 
there's something that terrifies me about goop where it's like I feel somehow like if you follow too much follow this too closely like you become somehow like less human and there was just like this phrase when they were talking about like things you need for your Netflix and chill day where it's like Netflix and chill is either like you know like the traditional like um you know that's like a that actually means you're just gonna like have sex on your couch or something sure. i don't really understand what it is i don't i mean i don't really get the it's yeah i think it's just a euphemism that? for hooking up i don't think but, it necessarily is like we have to actually have netflix on on the couch and we're fucking i think it's just like i mean i think it comes from like people used to like pretend that they were coming over to just watch netflix yeah. but they would actually like go to have sex but um but also now it literally just means have sex sure which is just which is already in and of itself disgusting because it's like i don't want to think about netflix and like sex. like that's already a bad combination like i really don't like how like sex like there's so much like i don't like how consumerism can follow you into the bedroom basically mm -hmm. like shouldn't something just be like sacred and it's just like there shouldn't be like any you shouldn't need anything else to like do that you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? yeah. yeah no i agree I find it sort of like, I feel like it's, it makes me feel less connected to like my own body and like my own self and like my own state of mind. And it like, um, and that was when, that was how I felt when I came upon the phrase lube pods for your pulse warmer oh, as boy. like something that I was supposed to purchase from Goop because they sell a vibrator called a pulse warmer, which looks to me like something that I would not want to insert in my body. It looks very medical. Mm -hmm. The packaging is medical. It looks like an at home, like AIDS test or like a, what I would imagine like a COVID home test looks <laughs> like, like the packaging, like it just looks like, it looks like something you get from a doctor's office it doesn't look like something you use for like pleasure no and it's I not it's not playful it's not sexy it's like i mean that that they literally say like they call it like sex fitness or something or like that i don't like, know i don't you shouldn't it's like something is wrong i feel like something is wrong if like that's how you have to like have sex i don't know and then like you have to use this thing called the H2O personal lubricant and spoil me massage pulse pods. And this thing comes with the H2O pods, but then you have to get the pulse pods and you like attach it to yourself in this weird, I don't know. And then like, why is everything in a pod? Why is everything so sterile? I mean, I guess you kind of want it to be pretty sterile, sure. but like, you know what, aesthetically sterile, like I just, I, I, the whole thing just like really freaked me out. And I was like, this is spooky. The language around this is spooky. It just feels wrong. So the lube pods for the pulse warmer are my worst of the week for Halloween. What What are the mechanics? So the pods you insert into the vibrator. I guess. And they have gel in the pod. And then the gel, does it seep out of the, the vibrator into your body? Or what? I don't get, I just don't get why The pulse it's warmer a pod. gently heats your lube for added sensual pleasure. It's designed to pair with the pulse pods like the H2O personal lubricant and spoiled me massage oil. 
oil pulse pods. It comes with four H2O pods. Just pop one of the pods into the warmer, press a button, and after one minute, hold your fingers under the dispenser. It touchlessly delivers a dollop of warm lubricant, no slippery lube bottles to fumble around with. Bonus, the warmer automatically turns off an hour after the last use. So the pod, you're just warming. You're not putting the... You're just <laughs> we're both like so appalled. You're you're just putting the pod under in the warmer and then you're putting the lube on your fingers like normal lube. It's not I was like, I thought you inserted the pod into the vibrator and then the lube like ejaculates out the vibrator or something. But, I thought that this was a I thought that this was a um vibrator. This is simply a warmer a lube warmer so it's like a dispenser for your lube and it keeps it warms it up and dispenses it i mean is lube that cold normally it's not it's usually sort of like room temperature like what well, why is your lube so cold i mean also like can't you just like put a little bit in your hands like rub your hands yeah warm it. It, yes like, yeah like i don't know why you need to use the touchless warming dispenser i guess because so a lube a bottle of lube will get like from op- like it'll get sticky like so this is a little cleaner i don't know it seems very odd. well because you're just like putting these like single use pods in it's like a keurig Ugh. it's also, so complicated good I god I feel very uneasy and this has like been my main problem with like the whole like goop sex thing anyway just like people who have too many too much equipment for sex is just like mm-hmm. such a, it's such, it makes me personally feel very uncomfortable like why like what are you doing that like this was what you wanted to do with your money like of all things like and also it just takes away any like it doesn't feel as um it does it just it it should feel more like spur of the moment like oh i just got this bot like we're just like doing this like crazy thing <laughs> like it shouldn't <laughs> feel like i've purchased my lube warmer let me insert the lube into the lube warmer so that like i may penetrate you with like l- warm lubrication like it's just like i don't i don't who has this in their house? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is this for, so this isn't necessarily for use with the vibrator. This is lube to use with a partner or it's you just, can use it with whoever you can you use want. it with whatever. It's just lube. But like, also it's, yeah, it's like the new version of like satin sheets or like mirrored ceilings, like just something yeah. that's, that a kind of just bed. crosses the line into a water bed, like if I went into, if I was like single and like hooking up with someone and I went into their house and they had that, I would be like, you're a fiend. You're a sex fiend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time, like a long time ago when I was single, I met some guy and went back to his house in, he was like in New Jersey. It was like, I had to take the path train or something. And I remember his bedroom floor was just littered with condoms like the whole floor just had tons of condoms on it i was like what who is this person uh but i guess he was being safe so that's something being safe yeah uh but yeah this was so i because this is like a a new vibrator the lube warmer i mean like astroglide is 
fine. Like we don't need to reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. People are always looking for something better. I guess so. What's yours? Oh, okay. Chani, 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 Chani Nicholas. She's the new goop astrologist. I guess she's taken over from Jennifer Freed. But so she is going to be at in goop health sponsored by Porsche. And she is starring in a video also sponsored by Porsche. It's called Navigating Your Astrological Chart with Chani Nicholas in partnership with our- right out of Jennifer Freed, isn't it? Yeah. Um, So this nine minute video workshop, which Goop says is the first in our new drive series with Porsche. Nine minutes? It's nine minutes. I watched all nine minutes. Nicholas explains how astrology can reveal patterns in our lives. And so like the astrology part was fine. It was like a very basic, okay, this is what your sun sign is. This is what your rising sign is. This is what your moon sign is. But she has to keep going back to the car metaphors because this whole thing is sponsored by Porsche. So she first, she calls, um, she calls your astrological chart a roadmap. And then she keeps saying that it's like, it's like GPS for your soul. Mm. And I was like, this is too, I I don't really understand why Porsche is sponsoring this goop stuff. I don't get the through line. And then it, it just seems also like there are a few things in our life that are untouched by capitalism. So I guess astrology is like just as capitalistic as anything else, but it seems weird that you're having this like spiritual ancient practice. And then you're like, Hey, drive a Porsche. I mean, I just feel like that's the most, basically one of the most goop things you could possibly do. I mean, like, that's like the whole, like, that's the thesis of this entire organization is like taking something with like a seed of like spirituality and blowing it up and making it really expensive so that people who are addicted to consumerism will feel comfortable with it. Like it's very, um, it's, it's sad. And it's like, it is like the ultimate, like it's, I feel like it is the thing that is getting in the way of these people's like personal development. Like, and obviously like we're goop, we buy shit from goop all the time. Like we're not like shitting on goop here necessarily, but like everybody on is like presumably like yearning for something. Like they're finding all of these like small parts of themselves to fix, but it's like, the they can't let go of spending fucking money like they can't stop trying to be better than other people and like that's their problem like that's it and the the solution the thing that they think is a solution is just like continuing their problem it's yeah. sick yeah and they have to i mean i think that in order for them to sleep at night a lot of these people have to justify their megalomania and their quest for for uh you know wealth in these spiritual terms so like this lady she does like a she does like an example reading in this video and it 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 was so weird because she talks about so she has this specific birth chart that she uses as an example and she talks about if you have uh a leo rising that means that you need to be the center of attention you're performing blah 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 then she says and if you have a son, Taurus, 
that means that your career is really important to your self image or whatever. And, uh, and you're a very career driven person. And then she talks about a moon Virgo, which means you're very good with money. So her sort of sample reading is saying basically, oh, and she says, don't, don't feel guilty for needing to have that material security that will work it'll work against you to feel guilty about being rich because that's what your chart says you need. So it's just funny that like the one sort of sample reading she has is basically this, like this defense of capitalism and this defense of being a wealthy elite. And like, you shouldn't feel bad about it. That's like our, that's like American spirituality. It's like all like, um, like, uh, prosperity gospel. Yeah. It's like the new age version. It's the new age version of that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it was just weird that like out of all the birth charts she could have used as an example, the one she did in this video was like, oh, don't, don't feel guilty if you're rich. Cause like you're, the stars have just, you know, aligned for you to, to be rich. And that's your, that's your fate. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I don't care. I don't think anyone should feel guilt. I mean, what's the point of feeling guilty? Like I don't feel guilty, like do whatever. I don't give a shit, but like, I don't, obviously these people do feel guilty mm-hmm. and like, instead of like asking why they feel that way it's like no god wants this for you don't feel guilty it's so weird isn't yeah. it yeah um and of course she has also a new astrology app that you can sign up for called chani her name mm-hmm. i signed up it's 11.99 a month so i you get like a 3 day free trial so i just signed up and then immediately canceled it's just like every other astrology app. I don't know why it's eleven ninety nine a month. It's just like you put in your birthday and time and place and it gives you your chart. So Aww. worthless. Interesting. So what was your craziest or saddest this week? Okay. My craziest was like apparently something that was from a year ago and not <laughs> from this week because I like somehow found it, I guess because they, this was related to the goop lab last year. So it like popped up for me again, but I did think it fit into like my spooky, scary Halloween list. Cause this was actually my scariest and not Ooh. my saddest or craziest, which is like, um, there's like a mad, doctor who believes that they can use your DNA to calculate your actual biological age. So like your age is whatever it is, but like, if you're super healthy, you might actually be like four years younger or 10 years older and you have no idea. And first of all, I don't know what that means because like the idea that you have an actual biological age, that's different from your literal biological age which is your age means that there's like an idea of like a per like the perfect version of people at each age Mm -hmm. which to me kind of feels like I don't know like eugenics or something like (laughs) what does that even mean for someone to be like the perfect biological like 36 what does that mean because yeah no one has the same whatever like their systems are not going at the same rate whatever metrics they use like no no two people are the same anyway so yeah who's to say someone is biologically 36 but 
whatever, spiritually 34. So can you see from my DNA, like, does that mean you know, like when I'm going to die? Cause that's what I feel like they're really saying there is like, this measures when you're going to die. I think, yeah, they're probably implying not when exactly when you're going to die, but like what, yeah, what your, what your real time life expectancy is. If, and if, I, if, it's like one of those things where it's like, do you want to know? Like, what if they did it and they were like, oh yeah, you're 80. <laughs> like, would you even want to know that? I mean, I, so I, I don't, I, yeah, I guess I would just to be like, oh shit. Like what I'm, if, if, if it came back and said you're like 80, then it's like, oh, you have a serious problem. You probably need to have an emergency surgery on something or but if, like, if you're- if you're seriously sick, then like, we don't say you're biologically 80. We say you have like terminal, you're, yeah. like, you're terminally ill. <laughs> like what is happening? Like why? I just, I feel like this like conflation of like age with health seems really un- like psychologically unhealthy to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it's one more thing that people can stress out about and feel like they need to improve. Uh, Cause that, yeah, people will brag. Oh, like my doctor said, my blood pressure is like a 21 year old or whatever. And it's like, yeah. I guess that just means you have low blood pressure. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just find the whole thing. I find the idea of like knowing my actual biological age to be like very distressing. And also, cause when I hear it, I'm immediately like, oh, I can change something. I can be biologically five years younger than I am now. That would be great. Yeah. But the, the solution to it is unless there is some acute medical problem, all it is, is going to be, Oh, like exercise more, eat healthy. Like what else are you, what, what else can you really do? Nothing. So yeah. So what's the point of even thinking about it? No, you're right. All right. Anyway, that was my spookiest for spooky. spooky. And I'm not saying that I won't be spooky next week. I don't know. I might be. Hey, um, mine is, I would say mine is sad, crazy and spooky. What is it? So we all last week learned of the existence of the Innovo incontinence machine. <laughs> um, yeah. Where you put on these like shorts and yeah. it makes you do Kegels. So yeah. this week, some poor lady that works at Goop has to now be the face of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, much like Lisa Rinna got paid to be the face of Depends. Mm-hmm. Um, Goop's senior VP of brand partnerships, Wendy Loria, is now claiming to have the Innovo incontinence thing change her life. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, God bless her because she goes pretty personal in this article. She says that she has had a problem with incontinence for a long time, particularly stress incontinence, which is when you're exercising or running or laughing or sneezing and you just pee. Oh God, Jesus. And she's tried everything. She's tried Kegels. She's never had given birth. She's a a mother, but she's an adoptive mother. So I guess she's just genetically incontinent. Okay. Um, But she never thought she was doing the Kegel exercises right because it would never improve. Mm -hmm. But an an acquaintance suggested, I think that acquaintance is initials are probably GP okay. <laughs> suggested that she tried the Innovo device and it resonated with her because she says, I'm a big gadget girl. If there's a gadget that can fix something, I'm all for it. Gadget girl. Oh, th- has any gadget ever done fucking anything? Uh, a 
other than like a faucet or a coffee maker i mean like the hydrogen bomb i don't know is that a gadget (laughs) like at what point does something go from being like a tool to a gadget or like when does something become what is a gadget well i mean i would guess that like a gadget has to be post electricity like could you have a gadget like is a simple machine like a what is it a lever and a pulley or whatever like are those things gadgets a wheel i mean i think it could be if you like market it right a gadget just is like also so like it's such a flippant term for for things i feel like it's almost like if something is a gadget it almost like guarantees that it will like ultimately stop working and it's like a novelty yeah it's frivolous a gadget no gadget is necessary a gadget is something for people with disposable income to spend their money on and i think gadgets have traditionally been thought of as like masculine like mm-hmm. if you're a woman stereo you know the stereotypical woman who's spending you know 400 on a pair of shoes that's not a gadget but if you're a guy spending 400 on what a guy's i don't even know like a like a calculator <laughs> what it's what a guy spend 400 on that's a gadget yeah well shoes are not a gadget no but right. it, yeah anyway so this so okay they and they they make they make a point of saying multiple times that this thing is fda cleared which seems like it's it's pointedly not saying it's fda approved yeah i've never heard of this status before FDA from the cleared. fda wasn't that like what like moderna was oh yeah 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 probably <laughs> It's an experimental incontinence. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was an, an emergency situa- yeah. <laughs> uh, situation. So we had to approve this quickly, not going through the proper channels. Um, so maybe, yeah, in six to eight months, it will be approved by the FDA. But yeah. right now... It's experimental. It's, it's experimental. <laughs> and so, and then she just talks about her routine. So it's a third... It, I didn't realize this thing takes 30 minutes. Jesus Christ. You have to lie there with this thing pulsing on your pelvis. Yep. Oh 30 God. minutes. It gives you 180 perfect Kegels. Mm-hmm. Um, you do it for 12 weeks, five times a week. And supposedly women with SUI, which stands for stress urinary incontinence, okay. um, were dry or experienced significantly less leakage after her 12 weeks. Good for them. So she says um, she does it at night after a kid goes to bed she puts her trunks on and lays on the bed and like listens to a podcast while she does her 180 kegels oh my God. and then in order to help her incontinence also she drinks a smoothie every morning i don't know what this has to do with incontinence. what does a smoothie do for your incontinence i think it's just a general like we're old so we need this it's because like she puts fiber? yeah she puts in the metabolism boosting super powder and she um takes her high school genes vitamin protocol okay and then she still can run she says she's she sneezed four times before she started leaking which was a record for her that's so sad is this i don't know as a as a man you don't really experience this in the same way you do have to watch after you pee to like get the dribble turn off yeah get the dribble and like turn off the faucet as um that brilliant sketch on i think you should leave demonstrated yeah with his calico jeans yeah so that's like the male version of of incontinence is just like getting a little pee on your pants 
Mm-hmm. But I'm sure as I get older, I'll probably just, I'll probably just like pee myself and I guess <laughs> I just have to come it. to terms with that. I can't talk about this. It's too depressing. Um, I have definitely laughed so hard I peed in my life. I've yeah. never peed. I've never sneezed and peed and I've never like worked out so hard that I peed. Um, but I have laughed so hard that I peed or laughed so hard. I've been like, holy shit, I'm going to pee. And I have to like run and be like, run. Yeah, 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 yeah. but you already have to like, if that is happening, it's like, you already had to have, you already have had to pee. Like, it's not yeah. like a random time where you don't have to pee and you laugh and you pee. Right. I don't have like pee constantly at the ready to like explode out. It's just like, I have to be, you know, in the mood to pee. Sure. Sure. Um, My tip is just always, always pee right before you see a movie and then you don't have to leave during the movie. Yeah. that's a good point. I do try to pee before the movie, but. Except yesterday I went to see the last duel, which is like two hours and 35 minutes long. And right before I was at, happy hour at Frida and I had two spicy margaritas and I peed right before I went to the movie but most of those margaritas hadn't gone through my system yet so by the end I was really I was really holding it I struggle so much I feel like I have there are some movies I will never forget the end of that fucking Batman movie where like at the end the Joker is like, and then I put a bomb on two fairies. Do you remember that? Which one was that? Was that the Heath Ledger one? I think so. It's a long time ago that I saw it, but it was like, it, it was going to end. And then there was like a whole extra I had thing. So yeah. fucking bad. And I was like, okay, this movie is over Two, this guy is dead Two face or whatever he did. I don't, rem- I have no idea. That's not a spoiler. I don't know. This thing has been concluded. And then all of a sudden here comes fucking Heath Ledger bombing fairies. And I'm like, fuck it kill the prisoners bitch <laughs> kill them both uh, kill yourselves everybody die i have to pee end this fucking movie now and i have never gotten i i was terrible and the every movie you don't need don't add an extra 30 minutes to the end of the, your movie for some bullshit like psychological experiment yeah Just well and then these it. these marvel movies too they'll they always have the post the whole thing yeah. so you can watch it but at least those movies are are they short no, they're not short. They're long. Except Venom was short. But most of them are like two and a half hours long. God. Shorter movies. But I will... I can't remember. I mean, I'm sure once in my life, I definitely have gone up to gone out in the middle of a movie to pee. But I can't remember the last time that that happened. Because I, I hate it so much. So I really make a point to pee right before. Oh, man. There's nothing like it, though. I You never have to pee so bad as when you're like sitting in the movie theater. I I go should I go should I go should I go or on an airplane in a window seat I never get the window seat that's smart I only do aisle because I can't deal with it yeah no got it but well and you know what would really be good is if these Inovos not only you because you should just be able to keep they should be diapers too so it's like not everyone's perfect so you can do your kegels but you're gonna have a mishap so why not make it a diaper well, it's as a different, well it's a different that's a different uh you know well it should be two in one you're right and there's like little tubes and wires so shouldn't you should be able to connect them to like a colostomy bag or a pee bag yeah i mean maybe like when they expand they'll finally do <laughs> yeah okay uh, fun, fun, fun. what's next all right well now we're at the point of the podcast where we say what we would try <laughs> 
Um, okay, I would try, let me get my little list. I would try the Dr. Dennis Goss Pro Facial Steam Steamer. Mm. So like some people are opposed to buying a facial steamer because they say you can just use like a bowl or whatever, or like maybe like a hot bath or hot shower or whatever. But like, give me a break. When am I ever going to do that? Like, I want the, this is maybe a gadget that I could get into a thing that seems my face mm-hmm. because I do want to start seeming my face more. Although I am slightly afraid that it would irritate it. But steam isn't an irritant like that'll just the heat not the steam oh huh it could dry it out i think maybe wait so what do you do you 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 like steam water and hold your face over it people also do it with just like a bowl like you can also get like a bowl of hot water and like put your face over it and it like i don't know like cleans out your pores or whatever or i mean wouldn't that happen just in like a hot shower I think it's more concentrated if you're like direct. It's more like being like in a sauna than okay. like a hot shower. Uh, that sounds good. How much does it go for? It's like 150 bucks. And it's like, it, it is it a bowl or it's like a machine that actually It's like a steam? weird like cup with a cup on top of it and you put the water in and then put your face on, over the other cup. Does that, that make re- sense? Yeah, that sounds really relaxing actually. I know. Ugh, I'm almost done with my um goop martini bath bath soak and it's like i think i have one more bath in it and i almost want to re-up because it's 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 one of the best things ever on goop it i love the smell it smells so medicinal and it really does relax you Mm. and i feel like this face steamer would do a similar thing the face steamer is the same guy who makes that mask that everybody thinks is so crazy oh yeah yeah yeah. but the mask is like 435 dollars the 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 steamer it like literally just like kind of looks like a pitcher okay and it's only 150 so hey if you want that i mean that's something i would i would definitely try it sure sure uh okay so try they had a fun little article that was just about it said where to get away this fall and what to bring mm-hmm. and i mean the locations weren't that exciting it was like the hudson valley which Hudson Valley, and I've never really spent that much time in the Hudson Valley, but it seems like New York City has just changed the Hudson Valley to, as like, to be in their image. So it's like everything that people from New York like about the Hudson Valley is like, oh, this bar is the same as if we were in Brooklyn. Like it was, it's like people, I don't know. I don't like Mm -hmm. vacation destinations that that try to ape the city that they're close to for some reason. Anyway, that's not what I want to try. It's the Malibu section. It was like the third place that you can do a staycation in Malibu, but there was a, there was a trail. Um, Cause I can't afford to stay at the, there's like a Nobu hotel now where you can get Nobu room service, yeah. but there's this hiking trail. I don't like Nobu that much that I want to like live in a Nobu, but I'm I mean, not I like sushi person. Anyway. I, I like sushi. I've been to Nobu once or twice in New York and it was good, but it's like, again, it's like, if you're paying, I, I would never want to pay for it. Like, I don't know. Um, but they have this trail and I, I'm always looking for hiking trails that are not the ones I do all the time to get a little variety. And I, I never, I don't know when I'm in Malibu, I always go to the beach. I never do a hike, but this looks really nice. It's called the Los Leones drive. And I guess this is just for like local people, but 
you park in the Palisades and then it's like a three mile hike up to Malibu. Sounds okay. nice. Yeah. I mean, I know there's supposed to be great hiking there. I've never really gone hiking there. Um, I also usually just like go to the beach if I'm in Malibu. Yeah. Um, Malibu might as well be like in another fucking country for how infrequently I visit. It's just like, I never drive across town like that, but Malibu is a fun place to go. And if I went, I probably want to spend the night. Yeah, I go, I mean, usually if I go to the beach, I do drive to Malibu because like, um, it's less crowded than going to Santa Monica or whatever. And from my house, it's about the same distance. Or not I same distance. Haven't I haven't gone to the beach in probably two years or longer. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I went to the mm. beach. Yeah, I went, I went once or twice this summer, but not too much. Um, All right. Yeah. Would you buy? And then I would buy a pasta machine. I also always think pasta machines were these like inaccessible things that you couldn't have. A pasta machine is $150. Why did I think that they were like $500? Yeah. And is this pasta machine is like, a, it's it's just mechanical, right? It's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah. why not? I don't need anything crazy. I mean, no. I don't I can twist and I can turn a fucking lever or whatever it is. This is just an old, it's just like a normal, straightforward little fucking pasta machine. And like, I eat pasta enough that I I, I bet it would be pasta. so good to just have homemade pasta whenever you want. Wouldn't it be so great? Yeah. It's just like that thing of like, would I really use it? Probably. That's the thing. Cause I never cook. I mean, like, I don't even make my hungry root stuff. So it's like, <laughs> what I need that. But I'm just imagining, I don't know, we're like really want to move and get out of our apartment and like I feel like we're gonna move somewhere soon and like one of the things is like I have to have a bigger kitchen oh yeah and if I have a bigger kitchen like everything will change in my life that would be nice yeah I mean yeah if we moved that would be like my first priority uh pasta now I want pasta I'm hungry god all right okay. we're almost done <laughs> We're almost done. Yeah. What would you buy? Thing I would buy, and I know I talked about spices last week too, but they had this whole article about saffron. Mm -hmm. And I was like spoiled working at the spice store because I would just get like free saffron. Um and it's it is, I mean, it's a special occasion. It is a little pricey, but it's such I mean, to make just like a simple saffron rice is so nice. And now saffron is I think it's cheaper than it used to be because they there was some like embargo that was lifted on Iran. So there's some, or maybe now it's not because of Trump. I don't know. But like there was a time where you could get Persian saffron, which is cheaper than saffron, than saffron from Spain. Mm -hmm. And of course, Goop is like, not only can you, you know, put saffron on your food, but also um, here's a $65 like saffron latte. And here's like, saffron in your in saffron i guess is in the dtf supplement too which is like whatever mm -hmm. but i'm just talking about classic they have a few recipes um let's see there is oh god i'm so disorganized oh here we go there is um a lamb tagine with tomatoes saffron and cinnamon chicken with onions lemon and saffron and then a chicken and vegetable paella recipe mm. i love god i love paella that's what i want to eat this weekend is go to a spanish restaurant all right that's my goal have you been to rosaline no where's that that's what it's called on um i think it's on melrose it's like great paella oh really 
Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll go there this weekend. I I've been to Otonio in Highland Park. That has really good paella. Mm, really um, good. All right, now I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you want pasta? You want paella? I know. Or the best combination is that uh, fideo, which is like paella made out of a little pasta. Oh yeah. Mm mm mm. But unfortunately, for this lunch, I will be having my final hungry root meal. <laughs> Which will still be good. Well, let me know how it is. All right. I'm pulling up this like paella. Now I'm hungry for paella. Okay. We have to end this. We got paella (laughs) on the brain. We're paella people now. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, Yeah. um, Thank you to our loyal listeners. Um, You know, tell your friends about the podcast if they don't know. And we get. I don't, I think you can still like do ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts. I'm getting all these emails from people that want us to like change our server. I think it's a scam anyway. Okay. I'll talk to you. I'll send them to you off mic. Okay. Sounds good. I'm like, we're not fucking, uh, my favorite murder or whatever. Why do they care if we're on their thing? Maybe they don't know. All right. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you guys so much. We love you. We're obsessed with you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah we'll talk to you soon we'll talk to you next week bye if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with juvederm volbella xc and juvederm ultra xc your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at juvederm.com today that's j-u-v-e-d-e-r-m.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with juvederm volbella xc or juvederm ultra xc do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.